The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Hi. I am so glad that you're meeting with me today and that you're paying attention to what God's story is all about. You know, I started this podcast a little over a year ago. I didn't start it. The Holy Spirit in me started it. I give him all the credit because I didn't know anything about what I was doing. But I started it because I wanted people to know how real the Bible is in their life. And it has been for over 2,000 years now. And it's just as real today as it was the day Jesus came into this world, walked among the people, served the people, did miracles in front of them, and taught them heaven's way of living life. The Bible is about you, and it's about me. Today we're going to talk about gardening. Do you like to garden? I don't. But my husband loves to garden. Every year he says, I'm not going to do another garden next year. But when Maeve crawls around, he says, I'm going to put out a few tomato plants. And then, well, I think I'll put out a few potatoes and a few little green beans Uh, some squash, some cucumbers, things that we like to eat. But he never plants things that we won't eat, like carrots. And we like carrots just every now and then. I don't like them raw. He does. But we don't plant carrots because he knows they're not as valuable to us as the things that he does plant. He doesn't plant things that we won't eat that don't aren't nutritionally good for us. We we just we like to do the things that we like. We love sweet corn. This year he planted sweet corn. And guess what? The squirrels ate all of his sweet corn. We did not get one ear so he says next year i'm not planting any sweet corn but he loves to garden jesus often compared life to as a garden that we live in a spiritual garden we live in this world but this world is full of a lot of things that are not good for us that we shouldn't have in our life and we have to learn what it is from the word of god the things that needs to be taken out of our life you know there's 365 references in the bible to do not fear now it does not say always do not fear A lot of times it does, 
but sometimes it may be just a reference. Don't be afraid. I'm with you. I'll never leave you. Then there are things in our lives that just are not healthy for us to have. If you go to Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 to 21, Paul gives us a long list of things that need to be not planted in our spiritual garden, in our hearts, and in our minds. He talks about sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling. Oh my gosh, is that among everybody? Jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, which is conflict with people. <laughs> that's alive and well. Divisions, that's alive and well. Envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and several other sins. These are not things, fruits in our lives that God approves of. And there are other things. Pride. <laughs> oh, if you don't think you have pride, let me warn you. You do. Because we all have that fleshly pride. It's not being proud of something we've done. It's pride of knowing I know what's best for my life, and God, you don't. I've been down that road, and I don't like to go down it again. Hatred, oh my goodness. That's something we need to take off. For Unforgiveness, that's a biggie. Because unforgiveness will not get your prayers answered. He says, if you can't forgive, then I can't forgive you. And he will not take care of the prayers that you send up. Greed. <laughs> we see that rapid today, don't you? These are all things that need to be removed from our spiritual gardens in our hearts and in our minds. I've had to take them out of my life. There's many of these rotten things I've had to anger. I actually had to confess to the Lord last night that I'm le learning that I have kind of a critical nature a lot of times about my husband. I don't know where that come from because I don't criticize what he does when he goes fishing or hunting. But I'm critical of the way he does things sometimes. And I had to confess that to the Lord and so ask the Holy Spirit to help me not do that anymore, but to lift him up. Now, I lift him up. I, you know, I'm proud of him and all of his accomplishments. 
to be 80, almost 80 years old, pitch cornhole four nights a week, horseshoes every now and then, is amazing. Because he's had open heart surgery just two years ago. And for him to have that stamina is amazing. He amazes me at the things that he can do in our at our house for our cars through the years for just life so but there are things in your life that you're sowing seeds into your spiritual life that God is not approving of and you as a person need to confess that and ask help to get rid of it. Because that's what the Holy Spirit is here for. To help you do that. You see, he's your power. You don't have the power to do it. You don't have the power to change anything about your life. But he does. And he will. If you ask him. One of the commandments that Jesus gave us is to believe the truth. And the only truth that you have in your life is the Word of God. You can bank it and never worry that it's not true because every word is truth. There are often times in the Word of God that I wonder why that was placed there. When I do that, I usually go to commentaries or I, if I don't find an answer there, I just simply ask the Holy Spirit to help me learn what it is I need to learn from it. And a lot of times it's things that I need to get rid of in my life so that he can sow seeds of love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, thankfulness, patience, self-control, endurance. These are things that the Spirit wants to sow in my life and in your life. But we have to cooperate with him. He just does not do it because we've accepted Christ. That's where I think Christians get really messed up. Because we think because we have Christ in our life, he's going to do all of these things that we read about in the Bible just freely. It doesn't happen that way. He wants your cooperation with him. And in order to cooperate, you have to ask for help. You have to ask for strength, courage, go beyond what is humanly possible. Because only the Holy Spirit can do those things for us. I don't have joy because I choose to have be joyful. I have joy 
because I ask for joy. Jesus says, I give you my joy that your life may be full. I want his joy. I don't want the joy the world gives me. So I sow seeds of his joy. I ask for it a lot of times, not every day, but I do ask for it a lot of times, especially if I get down. I have to ask him to help me love certain people because all people are not really lovable. You have people in your life that you struggle when you get around them. Ask him to help you love them. And if you can't love them, you know what I do? I said, then you love them through me. And he amazes me how he does that. And in this world today, we talk about peace, but there is no peace. And the only peace, real peace that you're going to find in life is to ask for it. I need peace about this situation that I'm dealing with right now. Holy Spirit, I need peace to know I know you're here, but I have to have that peace to feel you. I've done that a lot of times in my life. But what does your garden look like? Is it full of weeds? Full of things that are not healthy for your life and your walk with Christ? Are there so many weeds in there that the sun can't shine through you? Ooh, that's a biggie. Never had thought of that one, Holy Spirit. Open the Word of God. Ask Him to show you the seeds He wants you to sow into your life. He'll probably give you a parable. But that's okay. Then ask him, how does this parable pertain to me? And how can I sow good seed with this parable? To sow, You don't sow bad seed and get good crops. You have to sow good seed, healthy seed. New seed. Oh, wow. Jesus does a lot of new things in your life. Let him sow a new seed today. A seed that will blossom into this beautiful person that God has ordained you to be. I love it when he does that to me. People think it's hard. No. When you let him take it, and you let him sow it, and you let him water it, and watch it grow, and help it grow, it's easy. You see, I don't have to worry about all the stuff that's going on in the world today. Because I have Christ in my life, and I have his good seed.
and his seed matters. Why don't you try that today? I pray for you now that the Lord will bless you and keep you. That the Lord will make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. I ask the Lord to lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and good seed for tomorrow so you can harvest the fruit of the Spirit. Till next time, bye for now.